Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus Podcast. This is the back of the bus session. Hello, and welcome to the Old Farm Bus, back of the bus sessions. Today, I'm going to get straight into it because I'm very excited. They're very, very good friends of mine. I've done lots of work with them. We've been on many a journey. We got here today and I thought, right, we're going to get on it. We're going to start having a chat and we'll get on the podcast. We had a barbecue and, you know, I think you can see some people around here. Wave, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We've had a a wonderful time and we got chatting and I was like, right, we really need to get this into the podcast now because you're fascinating blokes and I love you to pieces. So, ladies and gentlemen, and this time we actually will get a crowd reaction for the first time ever. (laughs) 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the local healers. Yes, 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 we're here, what up? Woof, woof, woof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, how on earth are you? Because I know when I first met you, we were working on lots of tracks, we've been working on lots of films. Then you were really getting into it, you're sort of getting this album ready, everything's on the precipice of coming out, Mm -hmm. and then Corona happens. (laughs) (laughs) How are you feeling? Where are you at? Well, I mean... I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. You know. I mean, what can I say? Corona. I mean, it's it's slowed a lot down. It's it's slowed the world down, as you can see. You know what I mean. But we're still here doing what we can do. And I mean, to be honest, I mean, I know it's affected people in different ways. Um, obviously, a lot of negativity around it as well. You know, with people out of work and all of those kind of things. So, you know, think of those people as well. Do what you can for those people. So it's mm-hmm. good to see what people are doing to stand behind people and that kind of thing mm. in these times. But I mean, I have to say, to be honest, that me, myself, and I think I know, if I speak for Ty as well, I think we're both quite lucky even mm. in this situation because, to be honest, I mean, you know, we've got our job, but yeah, we are furloughed, but, you know, we're still receiving our pay and such. And so what this has actually done is given us time mm. to mm. create and go and, go and do other things. So we've actually been really creative over these past few months. So it's actually been a way for us to turn a negative into a positive situation so it's been something we've really enjoyed as i say obviously not corona itself but the fact that we've been able to do as we're doing and and make make good use of the time so yeah man i'm i'm good Mm -hmm. Uh, he's being super modest about that what we've actually done is we've locked in and we've recorded basically three albums in the time (laughs) this corona's been on so yeah i mean it's it's a loaded question really isn't it because like there's so many like ways you can look at it like but i think personally for us anyway it's been kind of like a time of like reflection because Mm -hmm. in the time that we've not been let's say at work or in big groups of people we've kind of like looked at like what we have and our resources and what we can do with that stuff and you know we've um we've just worked really hard in this time so that when things get back to normal we're not going to be like starting do you know what i mean Mm. so as soon as like things are like lifted again we've got tons of music tons Mm. of videos and just and kind of like a plan and also an appreciation for like networking and sure stuff. that's that's what i'm kind of like looking forward to like even doing this today is it's made my day really because it's like this is what we want to do all the time do you mm. know what I mean? and mm. because we haven't yeah, had it people's exactly we haven't, we haven't had the time to do it because of everyone being social distance and whatnot now that we are getting back into the swing of things it's actually like I appreciate it more. Do you know what I mean? So big up to yourself and obviously Chris <laughs> <might>. as well. <laughs> We've got might, a team you know? on this bus, baby. <laughs> that's it, that's it. So, and with it, do you know when it first came about and everyone, it was all up in the air, quite literally up Absolutely. in the air? <laughs> 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 we, sure. the, the panic was going on. 
are you always people that silver line and just go you know what this is our time to do them three albums get on it like really go for it or did you have a bit of a moment of no what are we going to do or tie like what's happening um well i think i mean with, with in certain aspects yes we did kind of have that because i mean obviously as you know like you said we've been networking we've been working with different people um i've got a studio set up at my house which we're lucky enough to have which we can have access to hmm. 24 hours of the day you know what i mean so that's great but Beautiful. so recently we've been putting together an ep with fever hmm. and we've been looking uh, to do more work with fever obviously that's something for example that because of corona mm -hmm. over the last two months it's not something that we've been able to pursue mm. so that has kind of put that on hold so that's why we've kind of just worked on what we can do but that's because we would record that stuff with fever at his house yeah because mm -hmm. it's almost like a vibe thing you know what i mean so it's like that was like it was cool because we'd like literally like the day would be we'd link up go to his record record chat jam kind of but basically what we're doing now and it just like the just bringing things together and mm. just throwing things about. Like, that's kind of like what we were doing with Fever. And to be honest, we finished the music we were working on prior to Corona. So it didn't really feel natural to like, maybe like get beats off him via the internet, mm. write them, record them and send them back. We kind of want to keep that keep in the, the, sa the same had. way we made it because yeah. we're quite proud of that project. So And obviously yeah. as Fever just, you know, had a child, it wasn't, you know, safe in these <laughs> kind of times to be saying like, all right, well, let's just forget about the social distancing and come around and, mm. and do what mm. we're doing. It would be a bit irresponsible at that time. So, sure. you know, but things are... Things are changing slightly, but you know we're still we're still social distancing as we are, you know, <laughs> keeping ourselves safe. Elbow but you know, I think you know things are obviously you know starting to kind of die down a bit. As you can see, even mm -hmm. all you have to do is take a walk down on the street, and you can see more in comparison to mm. you know a month ago, how many more cars on the street, how many more people, and people going about their life. And you know, obviously, if you're keeping yourself safe, keeping yourself healthy, that's the main thing. So absolutely, and I know there's a, a lot going on in the world at the minute. There's a a lot of social commentary being said. There's so much going on. Like before, we get into all that. Like, what were you seeing coming out of um, COVID times? What were you sort of looking at in people, action, social media? Did you see a good thing coming from it? Did you see it more harmonising and bringing together, or what sort of changing times did you see from that? Um, honestly speaking, mm -hmm. I was really sceptical at first. Mm -hmm. Like, and to be honest, I still am to an extent. And not to be on some like you know some conspiracy theory mm. kind of thing, but I, I don't know, man. It just seems very like half informed, you know. Mm. In one sense, it's like okay, you can't, you have to social distance with people, but then you go to the supermarket and then there's a queue mm. that's four people, five people that's long. Very so confusing, yeah. to be honest, for me, for me personally, I've kind of like decided not to be so vocal about it. Let's say via social media, I'm kind of mm. just waiting mm. because at the same time, it's like I, I need to kind of like make sense of it in my own brain first before i can start like preaching like how i feel about what's actually going on mm. kind of thing because there's a lot of things where you know I've, I've, I've speaking to like a couple of my friends and i've got some friends that are really deep in mm. that you know on mm. the, and when i say deep in i mean very much the system is always playing the game yeah. it's fear mongering yeah. they're doing it because they want to like date a farmers i've got people like yeah. talking like that and it's like you can't, yeah. You can't write it off and say, "Oh no, you just up in your head." But at the same the conversation time, there. well, let's say you have to just kind of like weigh it all up Rain and kind of see yeah. what's yeah. what's happening, kind Still of thing. Down so to earth with it. Absolutely, there's mm. like again, we talked about outside, before the podcast, the balance. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm trying mm. to, I'm hearing all the the wildest theories, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. also listening to the news and stuff, and then trying Brilliant. to like make it's what I genuinely you know love what about mean? you, man. I really yeah. appreciate about the both of you. Like, we can get on 
conspiratorial conversations mm-hmm. and yeah. question things and talk about the bigger pictures and what's the possibilities of happening but also you'll always reel it in and go yeah but there's this idea <laughs> and this idea and we'll balance it out and That's i right. really i've got a lot in my life like a lot of mentors mm. and something i've learned a lot from you two in particular about the recent news that's just come out with mm-hmm. the um black lives matter everything like that you have kept calm mm-hmm. kept quiet observed yep. And something in my life, like if I, if I feel unjust or something's going wrong or I don't understand something, mm. I just run around and I have to question. I'm yeah, like, yeah. what's happening? I need it to be back mm-hmm. to normal maybe. And actually looking at you guys and, and feeling so inspired by how you've acted in this, it, it really feeds me with a lot Thank of hope you, in people. So I will um, learn and I will take note from even just how you've been in that period mm. of time because it was something I've reflected on recently on that that seems admirable that seems yeah. like a way of being so yes. massive respect to that thank you man should we get into that <laughs> that place yeah, and i think i know the best way of getting into that place yeah, we've got a track that yeah. is ready to we've never played a track on here i think a mate's oh, played right. a guitar once yeah. but no. he's not mixed and mastered and got a big track out <laughs> now people who are watching this i've not heard this yet myself <laughs> and I've, I've kept it for this special moment <laughs> so <laughs> we're having a is it called a hot take I think we're having one of them right now. (laughs) So this song, um, this one, I mean, is it called "Let Us Live"? Can't really. The name's not important. The message is important for the song. So sorry Nate, if you just go into the mic and sorry, sorry um, yeah so when we wrote this song it was actually just very very soon after um, Ahmad Arbery so he'd been shot dead um, it was actually just before the George Floyd incident so obviously with that happening as well around this kind of time we re- really felt that this was important mm-hmm. that we push this track and get this one out because it's actually one of those that's supposed to be on an album that's going to be coming out in the future yeah but it's probably mm-hmm. al- album number three technically mm, but it's okay. like yeah. at this point that it's so important that yeah. we, we just need to, to say it like so. yeah. I'm really ready for this guys it's yeah ready and when I, I put this on I'll probably put the master version on the I'll track yeah, but yeah, yeah. we're hearing it through here first <laughs> enjoy it guys shout out to Jack Wolf First and foremost, rest in peace to Ahmad Arbery. Rest now, in I'd peace. like to say at the time of this recording, the two men that gunned him down have been arrested. God, I just hope we get a conviction by the time you get a chance to listen. Come on. Don't kill our kids, please let us live. Tired of feeling haunted, something's gotta give. Don't kill our kids, please let us live. Tired of feeling haunted, something's gotta give. Officer Oink, loosen your handcuffs, please. Your piggy pal is trying to choke me out. A man can't breathe. It's getting harder. Don't talk to the feds. Words from my father. R.I.P. I'm bowing my head for Eric Garner. Yo, it's crazy, man. I seen up in America some lady cop. She runs up in the wrong house. Do you think that's a mistake or not? She takes a glove. No hands up. She doesn't make him drop. She aims a service weapon straight up both of them and she makes it pop. This institutional racism gotta make it stop. These black kids are thinking it's normal to get and chase and stop. I fucking hate the cops. I take a piss of tasting cops. I pay some guy to run up on the sty and fucking spray the lot. So tell Amber Geiger I'm a survivor. And please don't procreate. I 
hoping pen is stamp your vagina. A slice of justice. No, we ain't getting none of that. And that's the way it just is. Swept under the rug because he was just another hood kid. Every day I'm wishing that it wasn't, but it was this. I'm tired of feeling targeted. I'm tired of feeling hunted. Plus, I run with wolves. So, how you asking me to trust pigs? I do it for my family and kids. So, I must live. Even if I'm heavy hearted every season. Even when I'm evil, fuckers stop me for whatever reason. The local familiar, the healers, that's our army. Proud, dedicating the shit to a mod Aubrey. Don't kill our kids, please let us live. Tired of feeling hunted, something's got to give. Don't kill our kids, please let us live. Tired of feeling hunted, something's got to give. At times I feel schizophrenic in this revolution. From peace like Martin to Malcolm, wanna start shooting. Cause just wearing a hood in the hood was enough to leave Trayvon Martin swimming in his. He went to the shop to cop some iced tea and sweets But that pussy old police left him covered in them sheets There's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow There's just some scattered skittles and an innocent soul That will float to the heavens I'm consoled by the reverend It's a joke, it keeps happening over and over again So it's standard to be desensitized Should black children just accept this in life? I gotta hold back the cries But your triggers get me triggered I'm a human being, but to you I'm just a nigger Trace a racist mm. past the family fighting world wars But tell me how you're any different to Hitler Mike Brown was gunned down in the state of Missouri There was footage, no convictions Fuck the judge and the jury Yo, there's so many examples that you cannot defend If I mentioned every incident Yo, this track wouldn't end I saw this film, Queen and Slim And the shock was heavy, see But it's so normal I thought it was a documentary I'm exhausted This here's a prayer and a plea When we've done Nothing wrong, please let us be. Enough is enough now. Don't kill our kids, please let us live. Tired of feeling hunted, something's got to give. Don't kill our kids, please let us live. Tired of feeling hunted, something's got to give. Yo, we gotta protect the children, man, for real. They're the future, I mean. Let them grow, let them glow, let them flourish. As the sun rises, with my hand on my chest and my head bowed. Take some time to think of those that are no longer with us, but never forgotten. Sean Reed, Harry Crawford, Rodney King, Levante Big, Walter Scott, Wayne Wheeler, Terence Crutcher, Nathaniel Pickett, Ali Zorka, Betty Jones, Sean Bell, Kevin Matthews, Nathan Williams, Michael Noah, Oscar Grant, George Floyd. And I'd like to give a big shout out to Black Lives Matter. Mm. And I'm caught watching Panthers. Yes. Don't so kill our kids, please let us live. Tired of feeling hunted, something's got to give. Don't kill our kids. Please let us live. Yeah, man. Heavy. Oh, man, I'm quite emotional at the minute. That really got me, man. Thank you, man. Um, it's hard to listen to, to be honest with you. Oh, I've got tears at the minute, because it is... Oh, okay, right. Come on, Mikey Markham. <laughs> you got this. You got this, brother. Wow. It gets me too, man. It gets every time. For real, it gets me too, that one. It's, it's, it's emotional, that one. When can you remember the moment of which what's just happened mm-hmm. happened? Can you remember where you were, what you were doing, and your response straight up, and how you felt? You know what, mate? This is how mad it is, right? I can't remember, and the reason is because to us it's nothing new. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like these things. I'm happy that people have really like gravitated to this particular case, and. Uh, like uh, reacting to it you know whether it's you know protesting even the posting the black tile whatever but 
you know, when you really are it, it's one of many situations where you go, there's, there's the, side, the sides of us where it's like, yo, oh, that happened again. Great. It's almost like you can't react to it. You can't like, you can't zone in on oh, how I felt at that moment, at that time, because there's so many of that moment, mm. that so time. Do you know what I mean? What I mean. Mm. It's like, it's, not it's hard to get it confused almost with another situation. It's like the same thing when you, when I ask myself that question, I can't honestly remember where I was when I heard the news, when I first watched the mm. video. I just remember how I felt, which, mm. you know, you can probably hear in my voice now, which, which wasn't good. So, you know, it's, it's, it's devastating and obviously it's, it's been happening for for a long time you know what i mean so there's, there's got to be change and obviously making music as we do like that to speak on things like that or it's a it's a tiny fraction of of what we can do and i mean whatever the answer is for us to be able to do more uh, i hope that we can be shown that answer there's constantly at the minute in in films in some of this trivial as south park or mm-hmm. it's it's satire and Absolutely. they show it all the time they're like Cops are killing black people. This is happening. This is systematic racism. It's known. It's yeah. real known. So why do you feel it's happening? And why is it being allowed to happen? And why is it following a, a constant? How long have we got? Yeah, we <laughs> were, mate. We were, honestly, <laughs> I've been, I, back I, because I, I just only just quickly come from a perspective mm. like you. You saw me recently. I'm very yeah. again opinionated, loud, confused, trying my best because I'm very emotionally driven. And when something shakes me up, I'm like, I see people acting on two ends of the spectrum. You guys stop speaking. It's you you don't deserve a voice or people of another spectrum, like my old football lads or something like that. And they're they're being overtly racist. I'm Mm. really angry in that world. I'm like, right, that's really not what we Mm. need right now. You guys come together. I'm trying to pull places together and go, right, we need to harmonize through this. And, and, and I'm, I'm talking from a white perspective. Of course. So, Mike, it's yeah. not, it's, it doesn't go unnoticed that you are clearly more than an ally in the situation. So mm-hmm. I hope you know that from our point of view. Like you, when we, we mean, when we when we talk about these kind of things, like this isn't an anti-white thing. It's mm. never been that. It's never not. Ever. It's it's never. injustice is injustice. Period. Mm. This could be. A, it doesn't matter if it's about you know you know, gender, do you know what I mean? How, how you know, the misogyny and that, like, these are all very same, this, this, the point's the same, there's always the, the, it's all the moral compass, isn't it? And I think you all know, good human like, beings, good human have beings the, they understand have that. that and mm. have yeah. the moral mm. compass. And that's, who, I mean, that's so. who we're talking to. This isn't to be like everyone who is racist or un- inten- unintentionally racist. This isn't like a fuck you to them. Maybe mm. it is, but the, mm. the broader point is what we need now is Everyone who does give a shit... Mm. Sorry, pardon my swearing. No, it's a swearing podcast. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's all right, then. <laughs> Everyone who does give a fucking shit... No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's, it's rallying that. It's like going, okay, you know, you know first, first hand, you've got us as friends. So you know these things, we'll say it to you and you can hear it and you've got your own perspective on the world and you've got, you know, friends from different backgrounds and all that. Does, yeah. So for you it's kind of like you get to be objective and hear that and go all right well i've heard it from this side Mm. but i'm also very much a part of these other things as well and it's like it's about like if you see it and you you don't you you feel like you need to call it out Mm. as long as you're doing it from an honest place bro that's that's all we ask you know Mm. what i mean at this point so when you say what can be done where did it start 
these things are hundreds of years mm. of, of yeah. oppression. Do you know what I mean? This isn't like, again, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not a new thing. It's, a, it's become a trendy thing for reasons mm. I can't really figure out other than coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I mean, we're all forced to be at home, all forced to be on the phones more so than normal. We spend a lot of time on screens, a lot yeah. as it is. Yeah. But I think during the, the pandemic, we've been definitely looking to the phone for access to the outside yeah, of our four yeah. walls. You see what I'm saying? So when these stories do go viral, it's very hard to ignore now. Whereas let's say a couple months back when on your timeline, there was what you did on a night out last night. Oh, there's some injustice in the world. Scroll again. Oh, there's my mates again. I think it was very easy to kind of have it as a passing thing. Whereas now it's very much yeah, at the forefront, the, you know? If you're on the social media, as I was talking to mm -hmm. Harley about earlier, I mean, it's, it's very hot. Well, it's, it's almost impossible now. Yeah, I mean, right, if, yeah. you, if you're if you actually, you know, listening to this podcast within a week or two of us recording this right now. There will be, then yeah. you can go onto your Facebook or whatever social media is you're using right now, this mm -hmm. second. And I bet you, you can't scroll down for more than two, three mm. posts without it either being corona hmm. or, you know, something to do around race stuff that's going on, yeah. police brutality, yeah. whatever it is. And as I've said, and plenty of people have said, it's it's great to see, you know, it all being posted mm. and having people to stand by you and support you, be it people of all races. But at the end as well, I mean, the way I felt and I felt yesterday when I, you know, me and my fiance spoke to our, our kids about the situation, I really realised that, you know, I really felt quite, drained on the whole matter mm. and the the fact of me kind of you know scrolling down these pages every day and seeing these things time mm. after time i realized i think after a while it probably even affected me more in a in a way that i didn't really realize at the time and you know kind of almost brought about a bit of depression to how you know i felt and i know that if i feel like that that there must be plenty of other people out there at the moment millions of people mm. and not just black people people like yourself Anyone, mike yeah. who feel passionate about these things who are good human beings and don't want to see people suffering like this Absolutely. and especially when you can see someone suffering because of a, a color of their skin mm. and when that's been conditioned into not only policemen and government and you know other authorities but also black people and black children as Ty dressed in the song, mm. as I did, we're mm. almost being conditioned to accept certain things nowadays yeah. and accept that certain things are just normal to happen when no, really, if you dress it back, they're not it's because not. that's not right. That's no. wrong. It's not right that you should go jogging and end up shot because mm. someone mm. thinks that you could have been a burglar or mm. that you could be there with some binoculars bird watching and someone thinks that that's a gun from across the road yeah, so you end up shot or that you want to play cops and robbers in the street with a stick and a cop comes up and shoots you. There's hmm. so many of those incidents, just like Ty said, so yeah, I think I'll have to kind of just cut that there. Do you know what? And I was just about to say that, and as he was saying mm. that, like, look at, like, the, the explanation for him to make sense of it in his own brain as an adult man who's a very smart, intelligent brother, mm. you know, and then you look outside and you see his two kids who are, like, not even teens. Mm. They're children. So not only do you have to, like, make sense of it in your own brain for your own well-being you then have to explain to kids that their biggest thing is playing on computer games and running in a field yeah they love that they're gonna have to face this at yeah. some point yeah. do you know what i mean probably sooner than later so it's almost like a double duty as adults you know especially with children in this mm. dealing with this because it's almost like you have to like also make sense of it like just so you, you don't go mad them, yeah but then almost like to know but nurture it for them so mm. they don't just take it on as heavy as we have to yeah which go. is it's a burden in itself do you see what i I'm was saying? just so gonna ask not, you nay yeah. in in that line 
imagining I was that child yeah. and how you have to have that conversation. Mm. Can I ask how you do go about that? How do you explain, like, this is something that's been happening for decades and decades. This is something you're going to have to 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 not not have to understand because mm. I, I want the world to change. Course, I want things yeah, yeah. to to change and I, I don't want it to be a norm that this but is just something you learn why this but, but figuring yeah. out yeah figuring out is probably the best way about it and this is a topic sorry it's it's so clumsy again mm. anytime I slip and slide and anything we're, we're all the three of us here are running on emotion yeah. at the minute and no one, and, and there is no one answer either mm. that's the other thing I love, so it's like, that's what I'm saying you man. know like yeah. so we're all just trying to figure it out and obviously Nate again with the children I'm sure you can speak to it more than I can but yeah. You know, for the children, like they have their own complexity to deal mm. with as as well, just as being kids in mm. a millennial, you know, a time where they have access to the same information adults have mm. that we probably shouldn't, but because they're just as tech savvy, if not more, mm. than us, they're in. So they're seeing it too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, like go, go on, there, I'll let you. I was gonna say, to be honest, with that, that's exactly how it came about. Yeah. What you asked Mike about, you know, was talking to the kids. So. Yesterday, I was, you know, minding my business in the garden. And my, my son, he likes to watch a lot of, um, there's a guy, Dan TDM, he's some kind mm-hmm. of gamer on YouTube. Nice. Um, and he was actually mentioning something on the whole kind of, you know, racism situation okay. and trying to explain to young kids, because I think it's a lot kind of younger kids that he mm-hmm. has on his channel. Yeah. Just explaining in a lot more simpler way, kind of, how would you like it if someone was to do this to you because of the colour of your skin mm. and things such as that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was at that point that I kind of thought to myself, right, I've been, I've kind of been putting this off, but I need to speak to them because huh. before that, I can't lie, there probably was a moment where I thought, is this something that they can not know about? Maybe can I just leave them in, mm. leave them to be kind of ignorant about this, so that they don't have to be upset about this and don't have to think of it like this? And for a day, it was kind of well, yeah, you know, they're in the garden, they're playing, they're happy. As they're mm. outside now, as you yeah. can see them, you know, yeah. you don't want to go and break their hearts with news of this can happen to you by the way Hmm. and that's just happened but ultimately it's life and it's the reality and as i said before you you want to keep them protected but you know you can't keep your child in too much of a bubble in the way Hmm. of they're going to be out in the real world at a time you know to a certain age probably up to 18 19 some kids even 20 25 you can keep on strings literally and keep in a bubble and keep as safe as you want to keep them and they eat what you want them to eat they speak to who you want them to speak and they only hear and see what you want them to hear and see but eventually that changes and then that bubble bursts and the real world hits and that's probably when it would be even worse if they were to not not know any of that and not be prepared so as i said it was a real hard conversation to have um probably just as hard or maybe even harder for me than it was for them which mm. is why I kind of put it off a bit mm-hmm. because you know knowing because they're that still innocent and they're they're still they're even listening to the information they're gonna go really like do you know what I mean like their yeah. initial response mm. isn't gonna be wow that's sad it's gonna be really why because yeah, that's really the child's surprised. that's mm. the child's innocence they can't understand do you know what I mean like why would you because they don't have that. that that's a very yeah. adult thing to have you know like greed jealousy it, c- corruption that's these are all things mm. that you know, it's built. It's, it's built, it's very, it's and especially it. obviously yeah. as my it's children, mixed race children. You know, my yeah. fiance being a white woman, I have mixed race children, so they have white family, mm-hmm. they have black family. So for them, they've always been around white oh, people, yeah. around black people. They've got Asian friends at school. They've got white friends at school. How it should be. So it's yeah. just the way it should be. You know, they're ethnically diverse in the world that they live in, and we've always brought them up hmm. in a way to know that there are people of different colours. Yeah. No coloured 
you know distinguishes what someone's personality no, is yeah. what their goals are mm -hmm. what they're like what they can do mm. so we have to take everybody on face value yes. so mm. you can go into a room full of five different color people you can't make a judgment on any of those until you spoke to those people character. and yeah. found out what their character is and found out what it is that they're looking to do. Mm. If they're there to do you some harm or something like that, okay, they may be a bad person, but then don't attribute that to the colour of yeah, the skin. Yeah. That's or a whole other level to it. Share, like, and that's what I mean. And that's yeah, the problem a lot of the time that is, that is happening. You know, the stigma is getting attached to all whites are racist sure. all white cops are racist no it's not right yeah. and we have to speak on that oh, as well right, because yeah. like we say if you know we are being in a way as i say mm -hmm. to put it bluntly as black guys we're yeah. being supported by our white brothers Absolutely. as well like mike so we also have to do the same yeah, and say that, that like... you know it's not what some people will say because i do know mm. plenty of black people themselves who are racist black people Absolutely. Mm. you know what mm. i mean right. there yeah. are people that yeah. will definitely would you know put down mm -hmm. somebody else because of their colour or yeah. their white skin or to you Mike, you yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. and it wouldn't be nice to see and I've spoken up on things like that mm -hmm. in my called past because I've grown up in a, in a white neighbourhood. It's called you know what, I mean? what you've just said and then is something so up, powerful and so I've important. Up, a lot more black people have come into my life yeah. that I've socialised with as I've kind of, you know, turned more into I guess who I am. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my life has just evolved in that way. But as mm. I say, my circle of friends, as you can see, involves people of all colours, shapes mm. and sizes. And, and I love everybody that is lovable. We are, that's, that's, we that's are, nice con you, mate, I nice love you bro. to pieces. And I, I, mm. I wish we weren't in COVID times because I'd be diving <laughs> over there for a big hug in a minute. Yeah, we are evolving mm. and we're constantly growing yes. and ideologies and change is happening and maybe if we did look a hundred years 200 years ago it was a very different world and so true. we are growing i want to say better i want to say further i want to say more but again never let it become a norm when yeah, you when you, you see it when you hear it no. when you experience yep. it you've got a straight up call it mm, and then definitely. that's the thing that it was allowed to be at a certain stage mm, and so again long. When something like this massive thing that's just happened in America comes mm. out and, like you say, so many people have got hurt and, and angry and posted or done yeah. whatever, it's a real nice thing to see in my eyes of going, right, okay, there's no perfect way of doing it, no, but people but are trying. trying. They yeah. are, there yeah. is some... Slow progression is better than no progression. Yeah. Like, that I, I have to like, like really emphasise that because you know I've, I've had conversations with people who felt like, Oh, I don't really see the point. As in my like my, my black family, hmm. like saying, "Yo, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> this shit. That fight. posting a black po a, a tile does nothing it's for not me." And it's nothing. like, yeah. and it does make sense. But like again, I will have to. Uh, I have to completely, hundred percent push this narrative of look, doing like if it's m millimeters mm -hmm. in the right mm -hmm. direction, it mm -hmm. will make a difference. We might not even be around to uh, see that, it. I was just going to say that. But yeah. it will happen. And again, yeah. I, Your funny children, enough, their children's children, it's, it's, yeah. it's always Completely. for the next, the next I, one's on. I, I actually, what you're saying, I actually watched um, a clip from a documentary that was, um, it basically was about how things have actually improved over the last like 100, 200 years. Or so. mm -hmm. Bill Gates um, was someone who actually was like saying this was his favorite book kind of thing. Okay. And um, yeah, and it was literally just showing you like some facts and figures of like how, you know, talking like from way, way back, like how many things have changed and have like have got better over the time. And again, super small and there's always going to be stuff to complain about. But 
we have to acknowledge that too. So for every time I'm sitting there going, oh man, the world's hard. Like I look at things. It's always there's, been, there's, it's been worse have, times. There's, there's been way mm. worse times. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, we have to like appreciate that and then and not and not wear it so heavy because sure. we can't let these kids see this this defeat. You see what I'm saying? We have to always be like, no, this is you're on it, and that and that's gonna get them where they need to be. So and the one thing in know? it that I get a bit irate about, but it's when the people on the same side start fighting about the, the semantics. You know why? And that, you know that's martyring. That is basically yeah. like. I'm doing a good job. Yes. You're not doing a, a yes. good a job as me. So I'm going to make yes. you feel bad about it to boost my yes. self-esteem about it. Pathetic. Because it is, that is, yeah. that's nothing and to do with all, the cause. That is self-centered it, then. That be, is all self but, but do you know why that happens though, mate? It's because people only do things when it, reflect, when it affects you personally. Yeah. For example, the reason everyone's now seeing this George Floyd thing and like really like taking it, and going, right, it's because they are stuck at home. Mm-hmm. It's not because, look, I could give you a hundred cases of this, even this year. Yeah. Like, I can give you so many names where it's like, yeah. look, look, on the track, look how many people he named. Nowhere near his coverage. It, nowhere near. Yeah. But because of now this lockdown thing where you're forced to be, it's like, oh, wow, I'm seeing it now. So I feel a way about it. So I'm going to react. And so we're seeing it all day and every day. Every as well, day. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to work no. and you're not doing mm-hmm. your normal stuff. You're, you're sat on your phone for yeah. two, three hours more a day than so, you normally So actually, what it becomes it becomes oh i'm affected by this now because i can't avoid it mm. so now i'll speak up because if mm. you're not affected by it yeah it's it goes over there and totally this is why i say so when you say like oh, here, yeah. where was i at the time i couldn't tell you because there's so many times yeah where you almost lose count yeah. of it. like but then again at the same time i could tell you so many times where injustice has been called out there's so many i mean harley harley blue shout out her she showed me so many things of where, like, the, the the message has been put out by someone. Someone's tried to counter-argue with some some bullshit, basically. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that person's quickly, like, like made, it, made like, the aggressive response redundant by just coming with straight facts. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's, yeah. like, there's, yeah. there's a lot of that happening. Yeah. And that's good, too. So you have to almost acknowledge that, that people do care. People are listening. Mm-hmm. And essentially, that's what our music was always mm. anyway. Do you know mm. what I mean? But even before this current and i have to call it a trend because this isn't again this isn't something that's like new it's not new information to us Mm. and to actually to anyone who's aware to it it's really not new so the current trend of like awareness of this incident is what i would say like the music that we make was always to address the things that we felt needed addressing just hence the name local healers like it starts with you know community it starts with us linking up with you mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. a podcast Network. you know networking mm. and that goes so it starts inwards and reflects outwards you know what i mean like because we gotta get right in our own heads before we can start martyring again i would never sit on this thing and say anyone who hasn't done anything for black lives matter you're all right i would never say that yeah but what i would say is like don't ignore it because clearly it's not it's not something that's going away it's just it's obvious at this point and it, sh- it should have been obvious then. Again, but, to, you know? to me, I, my naivety in, in many areas of my life, to be honest, but uh, I, particularly towards this, mm-hmm. uh, something that was uh, a thought of America, I was like, yeah, definitely the systematic racism and, and felt, I, I understood it there be, because I've seen it in films and yes. stuff. I've yeah, seen yeah. it in media. I've seen it and mm-hmm. I, I'm like, it, people have turned it into a somewhat joke, like South Park and so on. Not in a bad way. No. They're, they're that's raising why it helps it, but... to condition us, like yeah. I say, to accept some of this stuff because you see it. Even I remember yeah. when you go back to things like that, and not necessarily, for example, even things 
that were to do actually with race. But I remember sitting in secondary school mm. and sitting in English that. and yeah. being made to watch, you know, a video, which about mm-hmm. something random, nothing in particular. Mm. The one token black person comes yeah. on the screen. Yeah. And who does everyone point to and say, oh, there you are on the screen. Huh. And things, huh. things such that as that I'm, are just, this you know, is they're, where just little, they're just little pushes to, mm-hmm. mate, that's just something you've just got to yeah. accept. Because we're, when happen. you get angry to us about that, we're just going to say, oh, we're all just having a joke, mate. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, now you've bro. got 29 of us all laughing and pointing yeah. at you saying, yeah, look, there you are. One but I'm is. just supposed to accept that and laugh along with yeah. you. Mm. But one yeah. thing I will say, though, there is... Like, a lot of, like, you know, when you talk about, like, South Park, for example, something like that, while it can come across as quite stupid, like, I will say there is certain programs like that that I wouldn't say are the problem because what they do is they address all cylinders. Do you see what I mean? It's not like... Like Satire. It's about the whole... It's a very, like, objective... Yeah, Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. It's saying, look look, look how stupid people can be. Look how stupid thoughts are. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's like... But uh, yeah, but that to, to me on. was a, a moment of seeing it and being like, "Wow, it's it's real," mm-hmm. um, and not really understanding it so much in Britain until so a little bit of my story. Like mm. my uh, granddad, so my mum's side are all Mullen Faroes, okay, and uh, my granddad come from Persia. Mm-hmm. So and you know everyone sees me and they're like, you know, my my dad's side are all Birmingham and stuff like that, but yeah. they they don't see any other thing in there. Yeah. So we're in Ripley now. Yeah. Which Ilkeston, Ripley, Hina, you're in the heart of where the BMP EDL breads come from. So my granddad came over as a doctor, Mm. started healing people, and then they liked him because he saved them and looked after them and treated them. He was a local healer. healer. (laughs) (laughs) He really was. He was the original local healer. Um, We have to get a track name. so (laughs) So we, as a family, have been brought up very liberal Mm -hmm. and very sort of like open-minded to all because i wouldn't be around without him and x y and z i know my history and ancestry now when i went into school and as a white person so you start i've been a social butterfly i've lived on this farm i've not known how to meet people i've really struggled isolated person Mm. lots of parts of my life so going into school and it was predominantly white children when um a black person or any person other than white came into school, it was quite a alien mm-hmm. for a start. But then when children had picked monkey see, monkey do, like picked up traits yep. and then they started being aggressive or unkind to this, I couldn't comprehend it. I yeah. really couldn't. I didn't understand what was going on. So I picked it up. I, I, not that I'd ever done it, but yeah. I started seeing these things. And I was like, what's, why are we, yeah. it's tribal. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Went and started questioning it. Now, I'd love to get your perspectives on education, school, and what your experiences was. Yeah, I mean, I think that 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 for you probably is a lot in the way of kind of, you know, how you are brought up and such. And like you say, if, you know, you you grew up on a farm and wasn't maybe so much around city kids as much, then maybe you wouldn't have heard so much of the kind of outrageous views and that of some people. And obviously, if you came from a family which is... As it sounds to be, mixed good race. loving, good <laughs> loving people, yeah. uh, mixed race. So obviously, there's not going to be any racism there. Yeah. And obviously, it's kind of something that was alien to you. And obviously, it's something that you never experienced racism yourself. You were never racist to other people. You didn't project those kind of thoughts mm-hmm. onto other people. So I can fully understand why for you then that that would have been, you know, kind of 
crazy hmm. again kind of for yeah. us kind of being black and being young it's again something that our mum and dads would have spoken to us about Very when young. we were young so we kind of pretty much understood it straight away mm. although it's the still the first time that you got called a nigger at school or whatever mm. it made you cry it was you you, mm. un, you kind of understood it i'll tell you i'll tell you something mike so when we talk about that education and stuff so Obviously, I do not appear to be light-skinned, but I'm actually not full black. Like, mm. my nan is probably whiter than you. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's blonde, blonde wow. hair, blue eyes. You couldn't tell her that. But, wow. like, but, uh, <laughs> That's but, the nah, biggest but, shocker today yeah, so far. So, so, so where, we, where we grew up, we actually grew up in Sheffield. In, um, well, I grew up in Pittsmore Estates. And that estate was um, very multicultural. There was actually, I would say, it was black, white, Somalian, and Pakistani. It was, mm. like, the mix of people we grew up around. So race didn't really play a factor in my early life until i went to um, a school at the other side of the city because i went to a school that was so it was it was like a a, like a not a posh school but it was like school for like you know really smart kids because i was always quite an inquisitive kid and and thank you (laughs) and uh yeah i remember like it'd be there was like what i think six of us six black kids in old school or something Mm. like that that's that's a lot in a way that's That's it but like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was nuts though because it was almost like we had to band together. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like I remember yeah. like there was times where it'd, it'd be like the most. Like bear in mind, we'd be like what, like eleven, twelve. I, I can't really remember like years specifically, but it'd say stuff like, "Oh, how comes your hand stops here and then you're like me here?" And it'd be huh. like, huh. Well, "This is a school for smart, intelligent yeah. kids." By the <laughs> oh way. no! And I'm like almost so flabbergasted that i'm hearing this kind of stuff but then it's like but it's, it's it just trick- becomes obvious that their parents well, have never just, you just, know yeah. well, what goes what you're saying about the uh, the areas like around here it's like they're so detached from it and again if you're not personally affected by it they don't you don't give a shit and i don't know why if you, in the bubble, so. then you wouldn't see it but like i say this there's, there's been so many things from like really young for me anyway where i was just kind of like oh so this is like something I'm going to wear quite heavily. Because mm. as, as a young kid, I was always quite like, so what, question everything kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, there's been so many, like, like episodes where I've gone, huh, well, why did why did that matter? Like, why yeah. did my race matter there? I remember someone tried to tell me that my nan wasn't my nan. Like, tra- like straight face. Like, <laughs> your grandma can't be your grandma because the, she looks like me family. and you don't look like me. And wow. I'd be like... Wow. Hold on. And those kind like, of things as well. When people come with that kind of talk, it's, it's so ignorant. And I mean, you know, something that might not even sound as stupid as that is just as ignorant. But on a day-to-day basis, they're the kind of things that, as a black person, you're kind of socially conditioned yeah. to just deal with yeah. and sometimes accept. Other times, even laugh off. All right, you know tell what you what, mean? you have to you, you have to it. pick your battles. This is this yeah. is the, this is the conditioning thing. It's you go all right. Where I right, from? Where I'm at, where? Say you're at work. Mm-hmm. And you've got again. We've got a song on one of our other projects called Afro, where we're talking about like hair. Yeah. And the whole the whole premise of the track was to, uh, to addressing unintentional racism. We've worked with people for years, super friendly. Do you know what I mean? We get on house on fire. Before I had the dreads, and obviously you, you can see on the nice hat, we both had afros. Yeah. And it'd be stuff like trying to touch. Yeah. Ooh, I just yeah. Want, ooh, it's just yeah. so nice. I just want to touch it. Yeah. It's like hold on. If I if I just randomly started pulling on your hair, yeah. immediate mm-hmm. red flags, right? So why is that? Oh, I just want to. It's like yo, but it's acceptable. For yeah, but it's almost like so your ig- like your ignorance. I, I should, out. Yeah, oh, let me run pass. Like, and you know what? Because he's such a nice guy, he'll allow it. Yeah, you see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Yeah. It's the conditioning. It, he'll he'll be like yo, I know you don't mean bad by it, so cool, all right. But to be honest, if you really asked him. 
how we genuinely feel about it and yeah. how I feel about it is why are you touching me unconsent yeah. without, without consent what are you doing yeah. like you don't and do you don't do that again like anyway. your best like, mate you sort of rub each other yeah, so get him in a nuggy but, but as is, soon as it's uh, and that's something we have to teach to the kids as well you know what I mean go. to basically tell them you know because there's been times whether it's been here in Nottingham or on holiday particularly where mm -hmm. you're getting stared at mm -hmm. just for being black where mm -hmm. people literally just come up and put their hand on your head so we've said to the kids like right you know you don't have to be like shy and such you know, yeah. you know we know you're not a grown-up and you're not an adult mm -hmm. and you might not want to say such and such but if you don't want someone to touch your head somebody and they come to towards to your head you. like that then step they, back they and don't touch you. make them know that, yeah. they, that they don't because if i as a black man was to just walk up to a, a white 10 year old girl and stroke her yeah hair, yeah oh, how mate. how would i be looked at little things like that when you say them it literally like a yeah. full something drops in my yeah, head. It's I'm crazy, like, right? and it, it makes so much sense so though because I've seen it you happen. See how like you saying like it drops in your head. Yeah. Imagine it happening so much more where that doesn't happen. You just go, yeah, yeah. That's where that's where you get yeah. to as a black person. It's there is no drop. It's like oh yeah, that too. It's <laughs> like you, it's just it, it's more. It's one thing after another. It's like you'll deal with that. You'll deal with that. Yeah. You'll deal with that. And, and you I think that's why we have sometimes argument even amongst ourselves. Almost like you were yeah. saying with your family, because I could probably think to you know certain of my family members that mm -hmm. have, have probably actually seen and suffered more racism and injustice yeah. than I have, mm -hmm. and that's made them a certain way to where if I'm to go and talk to them about a certain situation now and say yeah I fully understand all the writing that's going on from the anger and such, mm -hmm. they're more going to probably come from the perspective of what's the point? Yeah, yeah. What's it doing? There is no answer so, at all, you, and nothing can be done. So. Do you feel the reason a lot of particularly white people then have just been fighting amongst each other, or getting on the bandwagon, or just shouting about it? Do I need to be really real. I, I was just going to say, is it because they sit, they think it's a brand new thing that? Or, no, I, I don't think it's that. What, if I'm being yeah, fully I really real, bro, want I you to. I think it's white guilt, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, I think what it is is shit. I don't want to appear as this, mm -hmm. so I need to fully project that it's yeah. not that. The problem with that is though is you're now making it about you. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like you're now the the narrative you're pushing is look how not racist I am. Yeah. Rather than let's address not the racism. The cause, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. where it's like it's really you have to kind of like be really careful with that, and that's why, like I say, Mike, at the beginning of this thing, I said there is no doubt in my mind that you are certified. Sincere. Like you know, what I mean, it's, you're a humble, uh, honest dude, and I would never, I would never think that you wanted us to do this podcast so you could bait a race conversation. Yeah, this yeah. has happened because we're comfortable around you. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. a stand-up dude. You Vice see what I'm versa. Like, um, so I, I don't. Really, I'll be honest. I don't want to spend the whole podcast like deep diving this stuff because I'm be honest. Like we've been doing this for the yeah. last yeah. how much I, I do want to raise it up at some point yeah yeah good stuff respect to, that you know what I mean like to talk mm -hmm. about too so like just just so you know it's like yeah it, it's it's so tough to talk about because yeah. you don't want to put anyone off either you uh -huh, don't want to say uh -huh. to you oh you can't speak about it because you're not black that's not yeah, the point either mm. the point is just be aware that it's not about you right now so when you are pushing the narrative mm -hmm. just do it from a sincere place mm -hmm. that you care and if you don't care don't pretend to because it's not helping. Mm. That isn't helping. Mm -hmm. If you don't give a shit, don't pretend like you do and definitely don't put down anyone who does give mm. a shit. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, mm. When you said like there's arguing, I've seen it. Yeah. I have literally spent so much time looking at social media, yeah. not writing, not commenting, not speaking anything. Because I just thought, let me just watch it. Yeah. Because I'm waiting to see like in a month from now who's yeah. still talking about yeah. it because that's who's going to care. Yeah. Not the people that's seeing it trend today. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. I think it's genuine fascinating and, and some things that were going on around my life at the time yeah. was the the silence is violence sort of 
mm. uh, slogan being thrown about or um, you're part of the problem. Yeah. And I was seeing it on a lot of very good people mm. on their platforms. My friend's a copper. He's my best friend in the world. I've been all over the world with him. Yep. And uh, I introduced him to a girl because, uh, I don't know, I, yeah, I, I did. But I was like, does he want this out? But, yeah. um, and uh, basically, um, she didn't know he was a copper mm. until he addressed he was a copper. Mm. And it was just like, th- they nearly wanted to stop talking. Oh, because she was like, She was like, oh, he's a copper. Oh, and it was this total, like, mm. complete shift of, oh, is a, and, and I know how lovely he is. Yeah. So and there was something there. Then I was seeing him like people saying like, "Oh, you, you're a cop," and, yeah, and X, Y, and Z. And mm. it's again with what we're trying to teach with the black people mm-hmm. go barrier, black yeah. barrier. And again, we're yeah. doing it copper barrier, copper yeah. barrier. And mm. what there is in life is good and bad Absolutely. in all in walks of life, definitely. in all areas. Mm-hmm. And I was just getting built up. Like my dad's not got a social media platform, mm-hmm. and he's silenced about things because he's a very calm man. But then. It got me a little bit when it silences violence because I'm like, he's bloody lovely, but yeah, he's not yeah. going out on the streets and stuff. Yeah, but I don't mm. think he's part of he's the problem. The problem yeah. And I, I was just getting a little bit angsty yeah. about all. And then there's a much bigger problem that needs to be addressed. So I need to not get so riled up and so emotionally invested in what's going on around me because it is a a place of privilege and a platform yeah. of it. And I totally respect that and get that. But there was elements of people shouting at each other uh-huh. when I was like, well, what you're doing essentially yeah, is taking yeah, away yeah, from the problem. From and problem. I know yep. then that the irony of me doing that, it kind was, it was all silly. It was clumsy. It was clumsy. That goes back to, there is no right one answer. Yeah. This is going to, this is going to take a long time. And by the way, it's already been taking a long mm. time. You got to think civil rights a long time ago, not long enough, not, not, actually that long but i'm saying it wasn't yesterday do you know mm-hmm. what i mean it wasn't mm-hmm. when george floyd died like this is yeah. this is something that's been happening do you know what i mean we've had leaders die for this you know people that we look up to like to say right you have like laid the foundation so mm. actually we have it a lot better than let's say even like the 60s mm. do you know what i mean mm. if you want to talk about that like you know shout out to dj fever one more time because we're actually working on a project fever called uh, the Windrush and basically that addresses um you know the black people that came on the the banana boat yeah, as it was yeah. referred to as way way back yeah. and talking about like coming to wow. England becoming workers and you know that that's a project me and Nathan we've made songs like the one we just played where and and I've not argued but I've, we've had like heated conversations saying yo we're only like scratching the surface with these songs so yeah. while it's like it's mad because it's like we're listening to it with you and watching you listen to it. It actually made me appreciate it like as a deeper sentiment. Yeah. But to be honest, where we want to take this thing is going to be almost like jarring to do. Mm. Even like the thought of like writing it with like, with our conversation was like, yo, I don't know if I'm ready. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, to like, to like, it's going to be a long yeah. project to and, get and done, scarring, you know? So. Yeah, that's one of those. And I mean, what you were saying before, Mike, I think even kind of brings about another question, even talking about the, you know, the, the silence is violence. And mm. it's kind of, and not to whether it's out anyone or stick up for anyone, but it's almost a question of what is silence? What's mm. classed as silence? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, mm-hmm. we, you know, I mean, we're on our social media. So let's say I'm posting, if you're being silent, you're being violent, which I haven't, by the way, because I'm not really sure what is the exact meaning of it. Yeah. It's kind of, well, I'm on, I'm on social media. I mean, what, yeah. is, what is that actually doing itself? Yeah. I mean, is that actually having an effect in the way that the world's going to run mm. or the way that things are going to change? Mm-hmm. Is that as good as... So you spoke about your dad saying that, you know, mm-hmm. he's being silent. 
he's out in the middle of a field shouting out Black Lives Matter. Is he being silent? Well, he's not being silent, is he? So, mm. I mean, but at the end yeah. of the day, it's still not being heard by anyone yeah. and not really helping. So, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, all I can really say with that is if someone, you know, has a good heart and good intentions and good ways in which they want it to go, is all I can say is that's a great thing. And if mm. there ever does come a way to where there's literally a make or break of, right, guys, if you turn left, you're going to save black lives. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. turn right, mm. it's going to go the same way it was. If mm. you turn left at that point, all I yeah. can do is say thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. You were obviously true to what you said. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, and that's that. But, yeah. you know, yeah. I can't even yeah. really say for, as you said, people that are posting maybe right now on social media, silence is violence, black lives matter. Some of those people, when it comes to that road, left or right, some of them will go right. And yeah. will say, yeah. actually, I know I posted all of this stuff. I'm not that deep in it. I'm not prepared to get a scratch for you. It's very easy to click a button isn't it yeah, so yeah. and that was something at the minute that's been just getting me a bit mm. where it's like we, we've been sharing these things or yeah. people have been sharing look at this information go like that and just what you said yeah. how long is that gonna last and hopefully it stays man i yeah. really hope it does yeah. i just felt like there was something at the minute deep rooted in me where well, it's uneducated people for me we're going and just labeling people. It's like yeah. you're part of the problem. Uh, that what do you think? And you start agreeing, start agreeing, say something wrong. You're part of the problem. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You go go it's, down here it's and because again, like people have all got their versions of how they think it should be. And like, yeah, what's really mad about that is like sometimes you can get into arguments where the intention was actually right. Like you both mm-hmm, agreed mm-hmm, on the same mm-hmm. thing, but you just got little yeah. nuggets of it yeah. where you see it this way, you see it that most way. And of that's this is what... probably based on talking on social media, I'm yeah, guessing yeah. as well. Absolutely. Yeah, well, there most you of go. it probably is not face-to-face nowadays. Yes, so that that yeah. also brings that about another whole problem. You can, you can almost like... Without even racism, COVID or anything like that, mm-hmm. you've got keyboard warriors that yeah. just want to do what they want to do mm-hmm. you've got people who are on a bad day or a whole people different literally person troll as well you've people got people that troll the same yeah, things that they don't mean what they mean say just they... to get reactions yeah, yeah. all that yeah. kind of stuff so yeah. i mean you've got to take it with a more than a pinch of salt really the internet you know it's hard to say it now because obviously we are on lockdown and we can't be outside as much but i would say to anyone who does think about these things like as as much as like say we do necessarily like don't spend all the time on the phones mm-hmm. because that, you know, we, again, off mic, we were talking about like reality and the perception yeah. of what is, you know, the on social media, we see what people want us to see. That mm. isn't the world. Like, yeah. You go out in the world, you're going to see things that people, you, you have, you, you know, me and you talk eye to eye. We played that song. I saw you nearly at tears. You know what I mean? Mate. And and, and, and m- much love, is, much love for you for like, for well. feeling that way. You know what I mean? But again, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you could hide that behind the phone. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could almost watch it, be in tears, and then go, and then yeah, but I'd get more likes. I'd get more likes if I said, fuck that shit. Yeah. Do you yeah. see what I mean? So yeah. that's what I'm going to do yeah. right mm-hmm. now. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's... they comment something back, that's when you then want to say something that's out of hand. Absolutely. And you actually became someone that actually liked something but didn't want to comment in a positive way. And then because of online, how things are taken, yep. and you can't, you know, say things exactly how you want to say them or see the way that someone's being, yep. someone blows something out of proportion. You know what I mean? There can be an angry person at yep. the end of another screen. There can be a person that's just joking and really trying to wind <laughs> you up and yeah. doing well at it. Yeah. So. You know, someone once said to me, like, with text messaging, like, that there's no context with text messaging. Yeah. And I actually was, like, really, that really stuck There's no, me, like, like, sarcasm well, button yeah, or anything. You can't, you can't, there's no nuance of, like, the human qualities sure. of conversation. Sure. Of, like, com- of, of connections, you know what I mean? That's like, what you, I'm talking about yeah, you, online. You, you lose that, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, again, this is what I'm saying to, like, you know, and again, we, we do kind of sound like, 
people of our age group who would, mm-hmm. or, of course, we'd think this because we're from a time where it wasn't so institutional. Mm-hmm. But the folk, like, we do have to like just you know dial it back a little bit because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've seen people that like can't hold a conversation, yeah. Mike. Like, but you know what I mean? They can talk the most on the internet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even yeah. like, even like, even like, like you know, even some like you know the, the youngers in your family and stuff, and they're yeah. like, yo, glued to the mm-hmm. phone. Yeah, you the phone you talk to them and they c- almost crumble mm-hmm. a little bit because it's like, wow, I've got to deal with human interaction here it's yeah. a little bit like, and i've got to react like, to myself and i've yeah. got to react in a in a way that's deemed as acceptable in real time it, as well it is a their reaction it is well. a fascinating reality we're living in yes. because of that like if you've got a social media account where you can craft the perfect form of what you think you should look like yep. you're never going to be a true self no. so like we're doing yeah. now and like i encourage more people to do mm conversation going out actively going and having these conversations you slip you tumble you Mm -hmm. you say things and then you go back on things and it's you're working it out you're constantly that's why i love conversation that's why i love growth because it comes from these sort of places Mm -hmm. when you're just like looking at something and then editing it again and going yeah but will that get me the likes Mm. now i'll go back on that and then i'll I'll put something out that's really contrived and really built up we're we're living in a a false reality Mm. so people can make themselves look as good and as cool and as whatever they want to look like but that's all i wanted to see more of was people maybe not saying everyone's got to do a podcast i'm just saying like i literally yeah. wanted to hear stories of people sharing look at what this person's saying yeah. or look at something powerful happening here i've been and spoke to this person today mm-hmm. my nan said a slightly racist thing and mm-hmm. i corrected her on it instead yeah, of letting her do her it. thing i wanted to see more of that and mm-hmm. i was just getting a bit of a pickle yeah, <laughs> let's you know say I mean? yeah well, so, in between all of that madness mm-hmm. i do have to say that you know i have myself even you know, seen some good things and I'm, you know, yeah. hesitant to say even I'll start even with some pictures and some footage I've seen of police officers yeah. in mm. America, you know yeah. what I mean? Whether they've yeah. been standing in solidarity with people on their, yeah. on their peaceful protests. So a beautiful one with or, just water bottles the other day. Or people that, was... that are helping protesters Absolutely. that have been injured and such and things like that. And as I says, we can't label everyone with, you know, the, again, the same humanity. paint and that. It's Not all police good officers are racist, so there's good ones there. You would think it's that simple, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. I mean, but that's because you're a good person. Uh. You see, this, is, this is what's interesting about it. Like, if you have that, that sense of like, well, there is, you know, there is being a dickhead and being yeah. a good person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're on the side of good, you yeah. almost can't fathom why it would be yeah. anything else. Yeah. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? And, and it's that's like, where... Well, we need to understand that, though. Because yeah. it's like, yeah. what we can't do is go in with just on pure emotion. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get to the point where we're like, why can't you just... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, some people don't think like, logically. No. If some yeah. things and we have to make that. sense to yeah. us and should make sense to yeah. them, just don't. And then I think mm-hmm. a lot of the time, that's the problem. And then yeah. behind that, you get people that almost jump on that bandwagon that aren't actually mm. as stupid as ignorant or as mm. arrogant mm. as the people they're following but they're kind of just for some reason i'm following him now and as you said now that we're in covid and we're in lockdown yeah. now is the perfect time for people that will easily be led mm. to be led mm. to whether it's all white people are racist and i'm standing behind all of my brothers because yeah. i'm being led yeah. by a black man who's mm. actually a racist and wants yeah. to kill white men himself mm. or it's a oh, look at these guys can't kill them quick enough yeah which i've seen and it's disgusting so i I mean and again ty like i will um make sure we don't just go down this line i promise you (laughs) i will get to that place and this um this bit i want to just say like Mm. so for that person who like my friend the copper yeah and then somebody's gone oh copper and the whole whole family Mm. 
have all gone rejected his yeah no no not a chance mate um what do you think and uh, i'm not asking no, you no, to solve the world problems right now in this one cent like whatever you say next mm. but what do you think we need to do in order in education towards both parties mm. because we all got all voices have got to be in on this like them uh, misconceptions towards somebody like Jagger, who's a wonderful policeman. Sorry, a big shout out. You know what? I said sorry saying his name, but big shout out, Jags. <laughs> um, somebody like that. So that negative connotation towards that. And then what about police forces that are like, they don't know how to detain. They're not trained in martial arts. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to like arrest somebody. They're just scrapping and wrestling. Like I, Jagger, when he was on his... Um, learning he said there was some right fat like people in there that mm. couldn't and then the fitness hold it. yeah not none, none of that but and that's what's crazy as well i've seen a post that said i think a barber put it up that says you know we have to do twice as many hours training yeah. to be able to use this razor this cutter yeah. to shape your head nice and give you that flat top that you love so much mm. or that weave whatever it is yeah then he has to do to hold a gun yeah. and be able to go and kill people yeah so i trained for ten thousand hours to be able to cut your hair just cut your hair, oh, yeah. like you come and get done once every two months, yeah. quick snip. But this guy that carries a gun, pepper spray, yeah. baton and all of that, he only had to do half of your training. Yeah. And he gets to go and kill people and he won't then be held responsible for it, I as think, we're seeing. I think, like, to answer your question, because I had to really, like, think about it before I just started speaking, like, it's, it's weird because I think, I think we have to allow time for uh-huh. people to show their true colours. So uh-huh. I think... The immediate response of the person writing off your friend because he was a police officer, while I don't think that's right because you didn't get give him a chance to sh- prove who he is, yeah. I think you ha- on, on the other side, you have to understand there's a reason why yeah. that's happened and mm-hmm. the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. You see why. People are going to be quick to go, oh, no, so really what needs to happen is initially, for one, stop killing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what I mean? And, like, and then you won't be tarred with that brush because... We are tied with a certain brush, which leads you to think that we need to have, do you know what I mean, full body weight on the necklines yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But to, but to, again, let me not like go off on a tangent with it. I think time to prove our worth is, is needs to be granted. For example, where the area we're in now, immediately, you know, it's a very racist area. You mm-hmm. know, this is mm-hmm. BNP Central. We know this, right? Um. We'll walk through. If I was to walk through this place, I would be very weary, just mm-hmm. because you know the obvious. However, I wouldn't give every single person I see the immediate like you're racist. I hate you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. do that because mm-hmm. I'm gonna at least give you, even if it's like a couple of seconds, yeah. to like look you in the eye, see how you're gonna react to how me, and me? and what then I'm and then I'm gonna yeah. make my call. So again, yeah. time to prove what it is time. needs mm-hmm. to be needs to be, and and also again on the flip side, give us time. Don't handcuff yeah. her straight away. Yeah. Don't Give it, do you know what I mean? Like, so quick. Don't you, be so quick to make let that people judgment. Let people prove who mm. they are for a second because if, we don't, if we're taking that away, we're only going on pretense and mm. like other contributing factors mm. other than, all right, well, who is that person? You said it yourself, man. There's good and there's bad, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to assess that and an assessment needs to be longer than a glance because yeah. at a glance, anything can be anything. Do you know what I mean? It sounds very wishy-washy to say that, but, you know, if... At a glance, this is two black guys sat on the back of your bus, and it's like, and we're recording something. We that could, you know, to anyone who wasn't like clued up, it could be like, oh, he's interrogating them. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, it's like, yeah. and that definitely isn't the case. Yeah, but that's because 
you know, you just literally just look, you're looking at it with a very smooth lens. I suppose what lens, you're saying you know as well I mean? is everything's situational. Everything, everything is situational. Life is that. And that's a, a big thing I've been talking about a lot at the minute is like treating people in that situation. Mm. Um, but in America, I, I hate, America, I, I hate nation to be honest. I'm not very patriotic. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've got a really simplistic view, and I really do believe like we are on a rock in infinite space, yes. in time, hurtling through. Like we found ourselves attached to these bodies, and we give ourselves egos. I've, I've got a really yeah. like layered down way of pulling things apart. Yeah. So when somebody's gone over, like particularly white people, but gone around the like different continents and just said, "This is ours now," yeah, and the, yeah. the Native Americans have just gone, "You up." And they're like, yeah, this we own this. It, yeah. it physically, emotionally, yeah, on every level, doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. So then, there's a system that's Greed. bred. There's a system that's grown. Yeah. There's something come out of that. That's all your history, and that's like deep rooted. Now, something like like it shows the country when they're willing to put somebody like Donald Trump in power. That's just yeah. it's a horrible man is yeah, a terrifying yeah, yeah. Way horrible before he got elected into power it, i mean i remember having numerous conversations with um, my mum i mean you know every sunday i'll go around to see my mum and i mean a lot of the time sometimes i mean you know as i said the, the stuff that's been going on recently has been quite heavy on the heart and mm -hmm. sometimes i'll purposely even avoid that kind of stuff yeah. with my mum because i know that she gets quite deep into yeah. it as well mm -hmm. but you know we have a lot of good discussion sure. on that kind of thing and you know she kind of delves deeper into yeah. those kind of things and educates me on things and i almost find myself f looking at things with a different outlook mm -hmm. and finding out things that i didn't necessarily know so mm -hmm. it can be really interesting to see as well from you know someone else's perspective yeah and not just that but the fact that obviously my mum being Important. quite a lot older than me has seen a lot of different things happen mm, sure and is obviously seeing what's going on now so she's got her kind of opinions on oh what is racism now yeah compared mm -hmm to what it was and as you say i think to be honest it's not like we can say racism has gone away yes yeah. it's not so much kind of slavery for the public to uh -huh, see uh -huh. but there's all of this systemic Mental racism slavery, and stuff that goes on and the slavery that does still go on yeah. but just not in the way it's that it did that you know it's that it's still there kind of thing well, but i mean the barriers as well i think that one way maybe uh -huh. to kind of break that down would be bringing together people that actually really want to help the community Absolutely. yeah well, well that's black what this people is, and being right. police yeah. you know what i mean and actually getting them in a room and getting them to whether it's do marches together having meetings together mm -hmm. and that kind of thing mm -hmm. and it really can't pushing stop it. that's the thing yeah that, that's what it comes it's down to forward all, the Every, time. all these ideas whether it's protesting whether it's posting it, this is what i've been saying like i've been uh, me and harley have been having a lot of conversations about it i've been saying if it slows down then i'm gonna be mad like this needs yeah. to the way it's going to change is if it doesn't start so when you look at someone like donald trump i genuinely think what that was was almost like a punishment because when you put someone like Obama in office, like mm -hmm. change the world. Yeah. And I'm not saying he was the best person in office no. either, but out of every president historically, he's all right. He's, I, I don't, he, I don't know too much. He wasn't a feared racist. No. He was the greatest character. He was the greatest character. He was, he was one of the, he was someone who you could at least say, all right, well, you're still playing the Human. game. He's still playing the position of power. So yeah. I, again, my like yours the anti-establishment side of it will still be like oh, you still want to control the world so all right cool however what i think with the donald trump thing was 
it was a step in like a different direction. America, Central America, and you know the very red states of America, the very far yeah, right, yeah. didn't like that. So almost like to diminish the presidency, sure. put an idiot there because yeah. this is what I'm saying. So now that Donald Trump's the president, it doesn't actually seem that special that Barack Obama to was president. Do you see what I mean? Because yeah, now yeah, yeah. the presidency ain't that valuable. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like you might as well put Kanye West up in there next. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Might as well yeah. Put it's a, a fashion giraffe show, there. isn't it? Really? Well, yeah, it's, it's diminished um, because entertainment. That's what it's turned to, entertainment. Prior to that, bro, that's a very powerful chair, do you know what I mean? And and how the world views it, now it's a bit of a joke. Let me, like, it made sense at a point in history. Mm. Kings and queens, in certain essence, (laughs) had a a point because um, it was tangible. Having 100,000 people to rule, it made sense. You can put a rule across, you can have a certain, like, we need order, we need to fix it, sort of a capitalist view, but, Mm. like, we need to have structure. So then it was tangible because you could do that. Mm. You've got America with 300 million people in it, Mm -hmm. so many different states. All these different laws and and that. and, And then you've got one man Mm -hmm. with his set of rules and set of ideas and his team behind it, you're going to get a very different ball game. It doesn't make sense. It's not tangible Mm. that that position has now become obsolete because it doesn't make sense. Nobody should have that job. Barack Obama, a wonderful man, a great person, but all that did, he wasn't, I don't think playing even a game but it exposed what the system is Absolutely. and it's obsolete it's grown tired it doesn't make sense there needs to be do new you think, systems do you think in it place should be a case of like see like all the mayors of the states should be like oh. a unified i mean i was gonna maybe even like... you know suggest but obviously it takes it onto a whole new topic of mm-hmm, kind of thing mm-hmm. but maybe they, maybe it could be split in some kind of some kind of way you know what i mean for but example that's what the parties are essentially and they try and they try that the problem the truth is like you just said no one man or woman should have all that power. That's mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. what it comes Overall down to. all of those states. But at the same time, going back to what you said about like the constructs of like say um, imperialism and you know and and going to different countries and going, oh, I'm taking this. Yeah. That has we can't ignore that that has happened. Yeah. We do live on a planet and yeah. a floating rock in space, yeah, like yeah, you said, yeah. that actually has been divided. Yeah. And this is why I would say to anyone who says stuff like, oh, you know. It's not as bad over in England as okay. it is in America. Like you do realize, the only difference is a couple of miles of water. Uh-huh. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, I, we, we made yeah, we made us we made a song the other day. Yeah. Uh, well, we made a song yesterday, and I said <laughs> the, the last line was like, um, "If you say it's not as bad in the UK, just know a couple of miles of water d- it is not. It, it doesn't like." outweigh it doesn't outweigh trauma it doesn't it doesn't stop me feeling this way and that's what we need to understand like like okay if you think all right well it's not as bad here well look at how look at your black friends Mm -hmm. look at how they're talking how Mm -hmm. they feel yeah because they by the way they repress it a lot by the way because we don't want to put this on you all the time be the angry black man it's just too much because it's too much to bear to burden and also it's like French, our friendships aren't built on race. We're not friends because I'm black, you're white. That's yeah. not what it is. Yeah. So we don't need to make that a forefront thing. Yeah. However, when these things come up, like really like li- look and listen to how people are speaking, whether you think it's not, I'm not talking about you, Mike. I'm talking about, you know I'm what I mean? I'm, I'm, like, I'm so, really appreciating what you're saying. Appreciate it, bro. But like, yeah, so like, hear hear the, the the voice and hear like the the reasoning and read like because now I, I don't know if you've seen like a lot of like a lot of black people are now putting examples of the racism they face that they might not have said before mm-hmm. but in these times it's like all right i'm gonna give you this scenario really hear it and understand that if you don't think it's as bad here 
well, why is this sentiment universally understood? Mm. Do you know what I mean? The mm. fact that it happened in a different country, which is only a few hours on a plane, yeah. by the way, for me, it is yeah. real. Do you know only, what I mean? Yeah. The like, only difference is really, I think, are uh, largely based on things such as weapons yeah. that happened yeah. in America. And yeah. obviously, yeah. I guess, yes, with George Floyd, he wasn't shot. But if you look at, you know, Ahmaud Arbery, he was mm. shot. And all the people that have been shot or where weapons have been used mm. by the police rather than it just being a, a beating with the hands mm-hmm. and the feet and the sticks, mm-hmm. then for me, that causes one of the major problems because, you know, without citizens with guns, James Skurlock, bless his soul, wouldn't have been killed the other day, mm-hmm. 22-year-old that was protesting, that got shot yeah. by a white man in his sh- shop front who was, you know, antagonising protesters. Yeah. That wouldn't have happened. And by the way, he had an unlicensed firearm yeah. as well. And that's being put down as self-defence, which again is devastating, but it happens over and over again. And, you know, the same, as I say, with, you know, the police, the fact that if I'm to walk out on the street now and see a policeman, I'd probably bet you being here in Derby, England, that he's probably not got a gun on him. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so even if he is to approach me with a racist manner and wants to rough me up or do whatever it is that he wants to do, at least there's not a gun pointed at me that can in any moment just go off and end my life by you pulling back your finger one inch. And that's all it takes. And I would say, you know, while there might not be a gun, again, does he sound any more safe? Does he sound like he feels okay about that? No. So it's like, okay, you might not have a a physical, like, weapon, but you do invoke that same amount of fear. And this is what I mean about, like, that's where you have to really hear people when they say, don't just say, ah... yeah, now you're talking because everyone else is talking. No, we've been saying it for a long time, mm. but a lot, a lot before, it's like people don't want to address it because you don't want to, especially, like again, like I said, my nan, white as snow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to her and go, nan, your people are killing this. my mm-hmm. people. Do you know what I mean? Because she's my people. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you can't, you don't want to put that burden on yourself and anyone who you yeah. care about. That's yeah. another way yeah. it weighs I mean? heavy like, on you, I think. Because like I said, obviously, growing up in a white neighbourhood, I mm-hmm. think if ever, you know, that I was, you know, experiencing, let's say, from other random people, kind of, you know, whether it was racist comments or being, felt like I was being treated in a certain way because of the colour of my skin, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily feel, and I don't know whether this is wrong or right, but it's the way that I was made to feel, but I didn't necessarily feel that I could really go and sit down with my white friends and really say, mm. oh, look, this has happened, mm. that's happened, and that I'd actually really be understood and empathised with. Yeah. That it would kind of just be a thing of, oh, yeah, well, he's an idiot anyway kind of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah I, I know you're uh, black, and, and they'd be my friends that obviously almost in a way didn't see colour and didn't say, oh, yes, you know, you're a black, this, that, and the other. One thing... Um that hit me like this is five years ago. this is mm. maybe a story i not told you um but like back in the day i was a bit of a naughty boy <laughs> i was going around <laughs> doing my thing but um i built up a, a narrative towards police and tarnished mm. with a brush because like first of all at school like that we'd go out in the park and it was you know all of us together and we'd be mouthy and once yeah. i remember getting physically like held up against mm. um a wall by a police officer like screaming in my face yeah, and yeah, like yeah because i said something mouthy um and again like five years ago i got tasered while i I was on substances but like uh i i I was tasered and every time i tried to get back up they just tased me back to the floor and they weren't trained and like the guy an officer when i got to the prison like and in the inner cell Mm -hmm. they were like you could have died the amount of times like because i have to watch the video they had it on cam and i I come back like uh, screaming stuff and um, I passed out, but it just every every single time I tried to move, I was tasered to the floor. 
Now all my mates they have laughs at it. They they want to yeah, listen yeah, to the um the tape where I had to be recorded <laughs> and all yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. But one of them goes, "Oh, it's a lucky they didn't have a gun." And then another one went, oh, it's lucky you weren't black. Mm. And it was an, a moment where I was like, I, I reflected. I was like, yeah, is, so is, is that somebody not acknowledged systematic yeah, racism? Like, 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 how did he say that? Because that that's weird, weird. Like, did he say it in a sense of, like, you're lucky as in, thank God? Or was it, like, on some, like, well, at least you ain't... Like, what was uh, they were, they were the, I assume doing it Doing it jokingly like, in a way. Yeah, okay. But Probably then uh, I, think, I felt if, like they meant it. And black. he was like, lucky you, that you didn't have a gun for starts. And mm. then one was like, yeah, and, and you weren't black. Mm. And I was like... And one wow, way to look that, at that even is really, let's say if you think of this in a way, like you said, untrained cops that haven't really been given like the sufficient equipment to deal uh-huh, with uh-huh. the crimes that they're supposed to be dealing with. Yeah. So that already in itself is a problem. So they're coming up and grabbing you and pushing you against the wall, mm-hmm. which they shouldn't really be doing, no. and tasing you in mul- multiple times every time you try and get up. Let's imagine on top of that now, I also hate you because you're black. Yeah. And yeah. then put a gun in your hand. And but for and, and for one yeah, of my friends dangerous. to say that, then mm. for men that, like the ideology head, exists yep. as well. So mm. it's not something again that isn't known. No. That's the thing. So like, and that's why it, I say it needs to now. Like now, I don't know why not and, before. Yeah. But at the very least, yeah. then let's work on today. It now needs to yeah. stop because for whatever reason, the momentum's picked up more than it has in say recent years. I'd yeah. say. So now let's not stop the narrative. I mean, like I say. Bro, you know, as you were just saying that, it's like there's so many like examples of like, oh yeah, that happened. Oh yeah, that happened. But that yeah. just reminded me of like, this is how how mad it can get. Like I remember, um, I was at a bus stop, right? Yeah. Me and my friend, um, I think, yeah, I think my friend Alex, uh, not Murder Mouth, another mm-hmm. friend, uh, and he's actually um, he's Asian. Yeah, I think Filipino, Thai, kind of mm. like, and basically, um, we got stopped and searched for. Um, for like suspicion of a car theft and i was like so you're telling me in the same area that we are <laughs> that there's a there's a black guy, guy and a, there's guy. a black guy and a, a <laughs> and an asian guy who stole a car and and they fit the same in this same that's just happened <laughs> better yet it's like and he, then he, then then it turns out well no actually <laughs> the, the second the second one was actually a mixed race person i was oh, like oh so you yeah. racially profiled him mm-hmm. you didn't even look at him long enough to see yeah. that he's clearly not a mixed race man beyond that though mike we were at a bus stop how many people steal a car and then sat at a bus stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in handcuffs. Yeah. I'm in handcuffs, right? <laughs> uh-huh, Giving uh-huh. my name and all that stuff. I actually was quite aggy about it. I was like, yeah. I kept saying, so so if I've stole a car, why am I sat at the bus? Yeah. Like, why am I waiting for a bus to yeah. get home? Like, come on. like you, And this is what I'm saying. And it's not That's about, when there's no logic even used or anything like that. Yeah. And that's when you're really yeah. just being looked at in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why am I being treated like this? Yeah. For what reason? I've never met this police officer before. He's never met me. I've never done anything and wrong to him. It, it genuinely comes down mm. to appearance then. Yeah, like yeah. I was I was actively, I was probably doing something I shouldn't yeah, be doing yeah, as well. Course, but like to actually be questioned for sitting in a bus stop like yeah, that's yeah. something that. where again the yeah. penny drop moment you're being judged for an appearance yeah, and yeah. it and, and and again yeah, you, s- and see i see yeah. i like, and i can literally this is why like these things are important i can see your brain trying to go wait what why yeah like, you, yeah you, it's yeah, like unfathomable yeah, this, yeah. and this is what i mean and that's because yeah. again you are morally inclined. You're a good-hearted person, so you can't even put to, like to even compartmentalize it and go, okay, so maybe the policeman thought that you can't even get that far because you don't have that in you. And you that's even probably like, for me the type of thing that, as a black man, mm. after that's happened, the next time you go to the bus stop, you've got your ticket in your hand. 
so that when the yeah. police go mm. past, they can see, oh, that guy's mm. getting on the bus. He's mm. got a ticket. Mm. Just, even though you know you're not doing anything wrong, I can't be bothered with these guys coming up to me and da-da-da-da. So I'm going to... Just the same as me, for example, sometimes when I walk in shops, you know what I mean? Security guard wants to follow you. Hands are out my pocket, nowhere mm-hmm. near any mm-hmm. of the goods. So, oh... He's obviously not mm. stealing anything. Just because I know that people mm. look at you in certain ways. And you shouldn't have and to. And you shouldn't have yeah. to be yeah. like what that. Do. But yeah. to, avoid, to avoid the tension or mm. any kind of drama, sometimes it's just easier to, you know what, let me just this, let me just so that. Again, so then again, it's us taking accountability for someone else's prejudging. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's, yeah. not, it's not you going, okay, that's a young black person coming in. They get a lot of shit for just existing. So maybe I shouldn't be so intense. Actually, what it is, is us going, well, I know I'm probably going to get met with some shit. Let me do the most to prove it. I'm yeah, not on that. Yeah, like, again, yeah. It's, it's us doing the work again. Do you see what I'm saying? And I just think, I'm just thinking, like, anyone who's listening to this podcast, I'm sorry if it's sounding, like, really jarring and it's hard to listen to and stuff, but you have to understand it's hard this to live. it's hard to it's and it's not it's nothing new to us mm. you see what i'm saying we're we're not like just making this stuff up out of thin air like no. this is i'm we're pulling from examples that are like you know we've both lived nearly 30 years on this thing like there's so many things we could just be saying but i'm almost trying to hold back mm. in some of the the examples of this yeah. stuff that has happened just because i don't want to make it so negative but mm. like this I wouldn't have to do that if it didn't happen in the first place. You see what I'm saying? People like, need to realise there's a problem real, and, and people need to come together and again, to try and I move s- on from it. I Absolutely. suppose one thing that I am very happy of is like we've got technology as well. Yes. And people filming and making sure it's seen mm. globally and as much as possible, yeah. it is your saviour and you do well, have the right to... Yeah, well, more people are being brought to justice because people are doing a lot of good by recording these incidents yeah. and stuff. And actually, Film the police. I will say like a lot of these times I've seen like these videos and stuff, it is white people filming. Do you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. calling out yeah. the bullshit and that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're the people who I want to speak to and say, thank you for what you're doing. Sure. Keep helping us do this because that's yeah. going to get it done. Yeah. Because we've been doing this for a long time and saying, look, these are the things, these are our issues. But it, weirdly, again, people don't react unless it affects your own. Mm-hmm. So when you see your fellow white brethren doing stuff in 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 the in the under the guise of black lives matter it's like oh oh wow maybe this isn't so inclusive to exclusive to just black people this maybe i should give a shit too just what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like even if it even if that's what it is even if the only reason you care is because you saw another white person care i'll take it this is we're on ground zero now yeah this is where i'll take that even if your initial reason is only because you saw someone who looked like you to do it I'll take that over no one doing anything. That's where we're at right now. Well, so let's that, not stop. Again, it was a, a, just a moment where I was like, you know, all the sharing, all mm-hmm. the things going out there. Somebody who opposes the view, if if <coughs> they're not going to go down that path. Do you know where, like, say, a white person I know would share all this information? Mm-hmm. To, to I'm just reflecting to some people in my yeah. catalogue of friends that have very opposing views. Mm-hmm. The reason I speak out or put it on my platform is because that, that's the, where I'm trying to aim at. That's what I'm like, saying. Do you know what, guys? Like, I've spoken this way before. I've done this before. I've thought this before. I've been on this path. Mm-hmm. But there is other ways of thinking. There's always another other you can way. Always learn, there, there's always progression. We're all, in, we're all individuals at the end of the day as well, aren't we? So I, I would like to say as well that obviously, you know, anything that I've said today, I'm sure for Ty as well, we don't necessarily speak on behalf of all yeah, black men yeah, or all yeah, the situation or, or police officers or anything like yeah. that. You know what I mean? And I'm sure it's the same thing for you, Mike. Yeah. It's our experiences That's and it. our 
our opinions as the people that we are and I hope that you can and kind of get from what we're saying the kind of personalities that we have. Mm-hmm. And while we're, while we're building, again, like everything you've said is, is perfect and everything you said, I've opened my heart and mm-hmm. I really appreciate you, you coming on here to talk Definitely. to me about. Um, and I think I love your look on life. Mm-hmm. I love the way this, you are. This is better, I, is it not? Like the, us working together. Like, yeah. That surely, like, and I hope anyone watching this can see how much more progressive this is than being against each other. Yeah. My, if you follow anything that the local healers do, like visual and stuff, that's all this guy right here, Rhythmical yeah, Mike, Cameraman guys. Mike, Big Mike, yeah, as we call it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you see, and, and, you know, this is, this is black art that we're pushing. And we've got Jack Wolf, a white guy producing. Pete Firstblood, a white guy producing, mixing, mastering, engineering. Like, Mike, a white guy, helping us do the visuals because, again, it's about bringing it together. We're not trying to be anti-white or exclusively only fucking with black people. No, it's about togetherness because mm. with that togetherness, this is way better. Mm. Look how much more stuff gets done. Do you know what I mean? If we, if me and Nay decided today, like, yo, I ain't going to that white boys farm. I ain't going, yeah, <laughs> I ain't going yeah, all yeah. I ain't trekking all the way over there. I ain't spitting on them white boys. And I ain't going to them gigs by them white promoters. And you know, yeah. it wouldn't make any yeah. sense. Well, we wouldn't yeah. exist. Do you know what I mean? We wouldn't, mm-hmm. exi- we wouldn't exist as the local healers you now know. I nearly started poetry clicking you then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? But that's what I mean. Like, that, that's why, like, again, this is not an anti-white rant. This is just, Black okay. experience, very raw and real because that's just what it is. Not exaggerating, it just is what it mm. is. So help us get away from this mm. and then you're going to experience all the things you love about black people, i.e. the culture, the food. I know you love mm. mutton and rice. Don't mm. tell me you don't. Mm. Like, do you know mm. what I mean? If you enjoy all that stuff, mm. understand where it comes from. It comes mm. from the source and the source is this. You know what I mean? It's struggle, it's oppression, it's beating it, it's becoming strong and unifying and stuff mm. and it's like so if you care about things like you know some of the best runners Usain Bolt some of the best football players like some of the best like sports people best musicians and all hmm. that all the best chefs you know if you care about that You're stuff influenced by any of them people you which you I mean? most likely are like hear them when they need to talk about something that's very real to them also yeah. do you see what I'm mm. saying like I wish we could have just come on the podcast and just rapped the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I'd have loved yeah. to do that. I would have loved to hear will, it. Maybe we will next time. Do you know what I mean? Again, but you, you, but you get that. both. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. because you've gave us the platform to do this, we would do that. Do you know what I mean? I would happily do any favor for you, Mike, that you need. You know what I mean? And and that's because we've made the connection. And look, we're gonna all progress now because mm-hmm. we have linked up. Do you mm. see what I'm saying? So that's what it's about, people. Please understand, it's about unity right now. Togetherness, yeah, moving right. forward together, healing. Uh, Local healing, Local healing. <laughs> communities. Oh, honestly, guys, that is sticking with me. That is something I'm gonna not be as tenacious as I necessarily <laughs> always am, and think and really like Absolutely. work out my positionings and then speak from that. And I, I, you're so admirable. You're so amazing. Both of you are amazing people, and you, I love you to pieces. Likewise, <laughs> I'm gonna. Big love, I, I'm big gonna. Mike. Is it okay if I wrap up this one, Absolutely. and then we reschedule mm. and we just speak music, we speak film, we Definitely. speak love, we speak. Well, art, we'll have we stuff speak... out by then. So like when 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 the time comes, we'll have the stuff released and we can yeah. just like review it and celebrate that. Yeah. I think yeah. for Maybe for we'll all of us at the minute, we had a lot of vent like uh, emotion. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of things we needed to say, a lot of things we mm. needed to get out. Um, I'm gonna have so many different perspectives, mm-hmm. different avenues to go down, different information to look yeah, at, different definitely. documentaries to watch, different and and speaking to you 
really helps. Having conversation, guys, having conversation really helps because you can listen, you can be understood, you can say something back, you can be questioned, you can question. It's so important. And I think this platform to me is, is so important. Thank you so much for no, being no, here, guys. You're, you're important to yeah, the <laughs> Nottingham man. scene, though, especially though, man. Like, there's so many people that want to work with you because you do stuff like this. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think in time, I think a lot of people will understand just how important, Mike, you've took the things you have and you've made it, like, palatable for so many different people with different walks of life. And that's exactly the thing we're talking about, unifying from different places yeah, and yeah. bake and for the greater cause you know mm. what i mean which is art which is love mm. which is life that's that's what it is man so you know for as much as you say you rate us you have to understand it comes a million ways mm. back to yourself but you, you know are I mean? that guy as well man you are that guy for <laughs> real man believe us believe i mean we, we, we shouldn't hug on camera but <laughs> behind <laughs> the scenes <laughs> i mean you even even imagine look this where we're sat right now mm -hmm. so this is an old bus converted <laughs> into where people now gig here and you have the bus rocking the fuck out. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, Mike and his missus put this together. I, uh, I will never Shout forget. Shout out Chrissy, man. Chrissy, what, what a babe. Chrissy doing her thing, man, putting the work in. So. I'll never forget the moment when we had Motormouth Danny and we are doing that cypher and you got the mic and then... You, honestly, I know you couldn't make it, man, but... Uh, I'm sorry, man. Next time I'm here, the, I'm here. You spat for about, like two three minutes solids you were just going and then some you give me the mic and i took it and i, I was like i'm not doing nothing man <laughs> i just like, popped it away they let me do a poem i couldn't believe it but you yeah, give man. me such a buzz that night i couldn't yeah, believe it it well, was I enjoyed absolutely it, man, and, and I've enjoyed today as well and not yeah. even just the podcast i mean getting down here was great with the absolutely. kids it's about togetherness having the barbecue a couple of drinks and that you know what i mean still social distancing guys yeah I'll tell you what, I've had a couple of slaps on the wrist from friends actually. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you about them later. <laughs> uh, well, guys, yeah, um, again, if you joined in, thank you so much for being here. Hello to you all. I love you all. The local healers, where can everybody find your stuff, guys? So uh, we've got the website, local healers, www.localhealers.co.uk. <laughs> Basically, it's local healers is very Googleable. You Google that, yeah. you find everything. <laughs> at Thai Healer, at Nay Loco Knots, mm -hmm. if you want our separate yeah, stuff. Yeah, we've got the band camps, got, everything. It's man. all there, man. Yeah. But just if you go to localhealers.co.uk, you can navigate everything mm. from there. Mm. And the latest music videos we've released are on there. There's documentaries on there. There's the live stream we did the other day. And we're actually doing another live stream. Yeah, so I don't know if with, um, it won't be yet. out by then. But yeah, yeah but um, I'm, I'm a fast editor, mate. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, that like said there's content galore and it will all be directed through there so if you go on localhealers.co.uk you can find us there and you can subscribe to it as well and we we live chat on there as well so if you want to message us we can talk and we can chop it up yeah man definitely as you can tell we talk a lot so yeah, yeah we've got some work to come for real man so tu it, tune into us man because you're gonna vibe with us when you That's hear this it. music trust me. you're heroes you are i oh, love well. you i love you to pieces guys Thanks. peace out peace you've been a part of the old farm bus back of the bus sessions one love, one love. <laughs>